Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Friday night, and you know what that means? It's not Wednesday. We're doing a we're doing a special Saturday Friday night edition of Hey, did you see this one? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a very special Friday edition. Of, hey, did you see this one? I'm your host this week only because we're doing Friday the 13th, um, and my name is Jason. It is Friday, October 14th. Um, things didn't align this year, I guess, uh, but I am here with my very special hosts. They're special in that they're my only hosts, and I wouldn't trade them for anybody, except for I'd probably trade you guys for The Rock. Um and I'd probably do, I'd probably be, I'd probably do a little trade Rooney for um, Bob Barker circa the 70s. That's a good trade. Can you That's guys good... guess, can you guys guess who I would trade who for? It doesn't matter. Anyway, please welcome to the show as always, Steve and Kalen. I, I want to guess the rock. I'm coming in hot. <laughs> I'm coming in hot. I tonight. think he meant, I think he meant which one of us would be replaced by which celebrity, Kalen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm replaced by the rock. That's a tall guess. That is a tall guess. But was guess. it correct? I didn't really think about that before I said it. So Can I, I be replaced by Russell Brand? Yeah, sure. So this week... <laughs> it it tracks if you see Kalen when he has like a scraggly beard and scraggly hair. It makes sense. It doesn't make sense when he kind of looks like The Rock right now. If The Rock was no, a pale no. white man. <laughs> I shouldn't Samoan? talk. Well, I shouldn't talk. Look how fucking pale I look tonight under these bright lights here on hey i didn't turn my lights on there you go now you've got flesh now you've got flesh tone uh yeah so we've opened up the grimoire of uh familiar killers um once again sequel series part two spectacular sequel series you know we like long names for things after all our show is called hey did you see this one that's kind of a mouthful uh but this right off the tongue. this week we friday the 13th part two um i guess we'll get to the our, our history with this particular sequel and let's start with kaylin this week hello so my um growing up i think i remember seeing one or two scary movies and just in general, scary movies just weren't my my bag. Not that they scared me like, oh my god, but they just didn't entertain me the way that I liked to be entertained at the time. Um, and when uh, oh, there's one, you know, put a dollar in the in the um jar for that one. Um, god damn it, two dollars. You already missed an so, um too. You're more you're at like yeah, you've already done it several times. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Put them all in the dollar jar or the the jar. Anyway, so the when COVID hit is when I started kind of going back in time and checking out stuff that, you know, people that refer to as classics or like uh, pioneers, etc. And uh, October of the beginning of COVID, I was like, ooh, spooky season. Let's watch scary movies. So I went through a huge run of all the movies that we're doing, like these movies plus their 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 sequels and prequels. And so this is when, or so that's when I saw 
like this movie for the first time was like two years ago. The I could see, I could kind of see the value in it. Like I could try to put my mind back in time for when it first came out and kind of see like, okay, yeah, all right. I, I could see this being, you know, captivating and that sort of thing. But watching it in, you know, 2020 and being subjected to all the various uh, forms of entertainment and media and, and scariness and et cetera, not, it, not, it, there wasn't as much of a wow factor to it, but I was disappointed with the first one, not really knowing who the killer was. Like I, I always thought that Jason was the killer. And for the first one, I won't, I don't want to spoil anything, but most people probably already know this one though, starts to, uh, utilize him uh, and then more and then moving forward exact yeah the one hole in the in the in the in the bag head did you notice that the one hole is that what you're doing yeah yeah which we find out later why i guess but the so this was definitely has a campy like old school campy horror flick film which i think would be an awesome experience out of drive-in movie theater late at night you know, you got you got the sound on your radio. You got the thing. You got the movie up on the screen. You're in your car with your friend or whoever. And so, after watching these these movies, these horror movies, these scary movies, they're actually comedies. Like I'm I'm over here laughing my ass off almost the whole time. Like they're hilarious, and I did enjoy it. And that was my first time. And I was glad to revisit it again this year, this month back to you fantastic yeah that's um kind of pretty much sums it up steve why don't you uh why don't you add on to that boobs <laughs> boobies boobs and butts butts especially um, that one butt whoa wee wee my first time seeing this was many many years ago i don't actually remember because these movies when i watch them i tend to watch them in a big chunk or i'll watch a couple of them at the same time so i don't really remember differentiate them until i'm watching them um but the uh the first time i saw it was probably like i don't know when i was in my high school era when i really started to drop into all of these franchises and digest them and enjoy them because i have said it many times before i was terrified of everything as a child um but i you know slowly but surely decided I'm not going to be scared of this anymore. I'm going to force myself to watch these things. And like Kalen said, they're super funny. Um, the entire premise is ridiculous, but you know, the, these movies exist basically to set up creative ways to kill people. <laughs> and Jason is maybe one of the Kings. Uh, they all are, but th this one in particular, it's like, what can we do in this setting that would be entertaining? And they're not, some of them are spooky. Some of them are creepy, but you know, as they go on, they get, ridiculous there's a moment in jason takes manhattan where somebody gets their head sucker punched off which is <laughs> hilarious to watch uh, but yeah i i don't really have a specific memory of watching this for the first time but i've definitely seen it before and watching it i was pleasantly surprised to have a 10 minute previously on friday the 13th basically oh my god great. that was, was like oh yeah cool they're summing up the other movie for us and i believe the third one does the same thing where they basically spend 10 minutes just recapping this whole movie and showing flashbacks i uh 
it's funny you mentioned that because I was like, wow, that's helpful if I didn't see the movie so recently. Yeah. Um, also, the, I, I think there was only like one year in between movies, right? I don't know. I think, for this, certain, one, I think this one might have been a little bit more than one year. I think it was two or three, I think. It, well, this, this movie... is it's 81 for this movie. So I can't. Yeah. It was 79 had to be the furthest back that the first one was. I think that might be right. I think that might be right. Let me just double check. Yeah, one year. Yeah, it was I'm 80, per- 81, 82, and then there was oh, really? a two-year break for the for the fourth one. I'm pretty sure that um, this is a yeah, it's a well, I am sure now, but I I was thinking it's a fully 80s. Uh, it's heyday is the 80s, started in the 80s, and pretty much went ran through the whole 80s. I know there's like after the 80s there are movies, but the yeah. main Jason Mythos is was created in the in the 80s. It's very when you think of the 80s. Friday the Thirteenth is definitely the whole the whole king of horror, um, and and Freddy. But we'll get to Freddy, I think, next week. And Halloween, Halloween, yeah, Halloween also. But Halloween feels like the seventies to me for some reason, just because of the way. Anyway, those are other different movies. This is the gritty. This is the gritty one. It, that's how I see it. I remember Maybe Friday the Thirteenth freaking me out. Just the idea of a of a killer who's like an undead giant man. With a uh, with a hockey mask, fucking great kill, hair, killing people in the woods. Because I lived in the woods when I was a little kid, and I had no all hockey these, mask in this one though. And I had all these friends who would have sleepovers, and they'd watch all the fucking movies. They'd watch all. They'd have. I'd miss sleepovers. But school on Monday, they'd be like, "We watched Friday the Thirteenth," and I specifically remember uh, this one. People talking about it because of the head, like Steve's picture there with the head on the the shrine his his mom in the sweater mom and then it freaked me out that that was a thing because you know you see the later the covers of the later jason movies and you see the hockey mask and you know it's you people walking around the corner getting an axe to the face but these older ones we like we talked about last year these older ones are a little bit more nuanced where Jason basically does very little killing until the last 35 minutes and then it's just a hilarious string of pretty tame murders and but what I like about it is in the first movie like you said it's not even Jason at all it's his mom doing the killing and we never see the monster we see her at the very end right and then we see the the young Jason pop out of the water Mm-hmm. right what might have been a dream that this movie ends the same way who fucking knows what that means um <laughs> and and basically i always had this like idea in my head that it was one thing but really it's not it's this movie about these like the first one where they were like dumb and way more grab assy and this they were like pretty like they didn't none of them really deserve to die two kids just were like we gotta go see what camp crystal lake looks like and they walk over and they're like i saw it but it already looked like Jason was stalking them. So it's, I can't even see that as like the reason why he comes onto their territory at that point. He's already there in the woods. The cop is. Wasn't it that crazy guy from town originally that was stalking them? I think he was just a pervert. He was waiting for them. He's like, Ooh, these teens are going to hook up. No, I don't know. Remember when he was watching them at the window? He's in the first movie. He's in the first movie. Yeah. He's like, you don't want to go. He's the, you don't want to go down that road character. Anyway, I digress. My point is, as I remember as a kid, this one specifically, because the idea of like him having his mom's head always grossed me out. And I know that that idea evolves as the movies go on until like it becomes a worm or some shit. 
that like possesses people. Anyway, I'm gonna watch the rest of these movies because I, I'm actually like I almost put the next one on after this one ended tonight. So, or today. So like, I this one made me and and the other thing that I really love about this one specifically, we'll get into the review after I say this. I like I like seeing the evolution of it not being Jason to a version of Jason that it could very well have possibly stayed as. That would have been a fine murderer. Baghead man? Baghead man with one eye. But then the fact that it goes to the iconic mask in the next one, and they probably later down the road have, like, explanations or, like, you know what I mean? Like, like little storytelling bits that make it make sense. I like that to see that evolution. Chucky, Freddy, and Mike Myers all look the same throughout their whole run, pretty much. I guess Chucky's face gets broken over time. And Mike yeah, Myers. They also get. They couldn't find the original Shatner mask for, for Halloween for Mike Myers. Yeah, but you can just fucking spray paint any weird. Guys, thing. it's Michael Myers. Stop calling him Mike Myers. <laughs> Mike Myers. No, I'm talking about Mike Myers from. Yeah, uh, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah. From the, what's that off? What's that offshoot show that from his old the dating of, whatever. Anyway, so I married an axe murderer. That movie yeah. rules. That's a great. That was the perfect movie for this channel, actually. Um, but yeah, that's basically my history with this particular one, and I'm so excited to be watching the sequels because I feel like I was disappointed, like Caitlin was saying, with the original Friday the 13th, and this one, much like Chucky 2, feels like it's like a remake of the first one, just better. It's not it's still not great. Like it's I, it hasn't reached. It's, it's gonna take a while for it to reach the heights of the of the lore. Yeah. Chucky hit the ground running, I gotta say. But this and Halloween as well, I feel like we're gonna need a couple before they get truly great. And I yeah. think, I, I think Freddy, um, Fr- uh, Nightmare on Elm Street hit the ground running so hard that his kills are gonna get immediately more elaborate. So I'm excited <laughs> to see. I'm excited to see what happens uh, with the other two sequels because of this particular sequel. Back yeah. to me. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I'm hosting. I'm gonna move this ship. I gotta move this boat along in the old water Rooney. So, how do you guys want to do it? I wrote, I took pretty good notes. I can go through the movie, but the thing is, is the movie doesn't have a lot of substance. It's it's basically like some a bunch of. How shit do we isolate this person so they die? Yeah, and then how do we how do we get these people alone? There's one big split later in the movie. I'm just gonna kind of go through my notes. Um, we do we get a 10 minute flashback so we can kind of skip over that basically the girl from the first movie what's her name cindy uh jenny uh, G- no jenny's no, the one Ginny's in this one. the jenny's the main one of this one i can't remember her name i love you jenny nope That's yeah jenny. Not, a, not a great impression to do not a good impression to do um anyway the I love gin and tonic they show they show the flashbacks to the the last like 15 minutes of the first movie, the fight with her and Mrs. Voorhees. They show the decapitation. The fucking sit her face to the sand? Yeah. That I felt that. That was like, oh. But also, I think we talked about this last year that fight choreography is dog shit. Awful. <laughs> yeah, they probably were just like go <laughs> go yeah, do just, something <laughs> well i think we went over this last year that fight is actually like for the most part not the two actors it's just it's two random stunt guys just going at each other oh, okay yeah and they it was because they were trying to get the actors to do it and the actors were not being heavy-handed enough so they just put a couple wigs on some people and <laughs> said fight 
Steve, do you know what the production choice was uh, to turn it from Baghead into a hockey mask? Like, do you know if there's a, a, a um, story behind? Because it? it feels like they needed like the other the other people in the pantheon <laughs> of of murderers for the era all had their own individual looks, and Baghead Man. Kind of just like, and even when he has the mask off, and that we see Jason's face, he just kind of looks like Leatherface. Is it because they wanted to sort of have him stand on his own? Because hmm. that's I, it, I think. Uh, I mean, he doesn't get it until the third movie. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason's he finds movie. it. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just like he didn't have anything covering his face, and in, in the movie, he just he picks it up to to have something to. to shield his face with He's but, ashamed um, in terms of production they probably were just trying to find something that was cheap and would be kind of imposing and they probably went and bought like five or six different things and then just looked at the actor with it on and was like this one's the scariest or this one's the most interesting or the most iconic uh the one that will stick into people's minds right the same thing was with friday the 13th they went to the store and bought two one dollar masks and uh they were like a sh- it was a shatter mask and just a clown mask oh, and like halloween yeah yeah sorry yeah halloween and they just did some altercations to the shatter mask it was just like you know what this is this is good <laughs> a lot of these there's not a lot of thought into them chucky is way different because they're like we need to have a crazy animatronic doll we want them to look scary so a lot of planning went into that but that was later in the uh sort of this, this series of these movies they they had a bigger budget right and that's the case with all these movies from the first to the second chucky probably having the biggest budget for the first one but the Fr- friday the 13th halloween and um neighbor on elm street all tiny budgets and because the return was so high that's why you saw so many sequels so close together because they're like we can make bank off of this i believe halloween is still has like the record for the largest gross in comparison to the amount of money spent they only spent about a hundred thousand dollars on it and it made i think like twenty thousand which is like percentage wise ridiculous oh yeah 20 mil which is like ridiculous also i noticed um they put out they went back to the formula almost of putting out two halloween movies year back to back like there was one last year and then halloween ends came out this year um and i know that they they've over the years taken giant breaks but i always feel like two come out they they usually produce a couple and uh, i know that the new halloween they kind of created a new timeline so you know yeah i think they got rid of every sequel except the second one i believe the, yeah, i think it was just one and two yeah and then they skipped the other one and two and then halloween kills and halloween ends and that's the that's the official canon series four movies and there's fucking how many i like rob zombies halloween i thought they were pretty good it's yeah. cuz you're a twisted pervert <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those remakes... movies were were like violent pornography. Those movies were just like how painful. Are, we... That's what people think they're supposed to be. People like Rob Zombie, but they're supposed to be fun. They're not supposed to be like watching something horrific to the point that it turns your stomach. Like that's yeah. not why I'm watching a, a Friday the Thirteenth movie. No, I'm watching I, I a Friday probably... the Thirteenth movie for funny, goofy kills and characters making you know. I probably ribbing each other before they get their head cut off or whatever. Like it's supposed to be entertaining. It's not supposed to be painful to watch. That's what my issue with the Rob Zombie movies were is that they were too mean spirited in their uh, murdering of people. (laughs) I probably wouldn't be able to handle those personally. And also the uh, Michael Bay Friday the 13th 
reboot i think has a similar like no that one's actually pretty fun oh like, it is fun? It, it, it has the same sort of heart as these. i think that's do, the yeah. one reboot i haven't seen yet and it's not in uh michael bay didn't direct it he just produced it he just produced the director it. is just some some other guy i can't remember who the director is actually probably one of his friends uh i uh i can't remember if it was the the friday the 13th or the remake of halloween but the opening scene is like a kid trying to pick a mask i think it's i think it's halloween especially now i've seen halloween and he the the kids in a asylum that's yeah it must have been the rob zombie halloween but i didn't get to the movie part um anyway so we get through that scene we see the flashback uh and now the movie basically she we get at the end of that flashback segment it's cutting in in between her remembering she's having like a dream she's rolling back and forth she's a bad actor so it sounds like porno moaning versus like her being afraid in a dreamscape anyway she wakes up and then there's a man in her house skulking around and there's two like really great like there's two deaths in this that are like gross compared to other ones which aren't too bad and the, the, this first one is the most shocking i think in the whole movie he grabs made her, me jump he grabs her from behind and then slowly pushes like a some sort of like ice pick or something into I her think face. It was a screwdriver. yeah i think it was a screwdriver and that made me go oh is that I think it was a phillips head which one's the flat one that's that star is phillips um because phillips are stars that's a thing my dad always said when i was a kid hey your last name's phillips yeah that's that's um. the joke. It's the joke, <laughs> man. Uh, so that was the most. I was like, "Oh, is that going to be the tone for this second one? Are they already getting into like what I was afraid of?" And they really don't. The only other one is the fucking machete to the face, which is just shocking. And it's the if you splitting look, headache, if you yeah, will. That, that was the one that I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and then <laughs> and he's in a wheelchair and going backwards, down backwards down the stairs, and I'm like, "Was that necessary?" I think that that part. Um, it cuts in a weird like it like zooms into the screen kind of thing like and it has like this wow kind of effect to it and i i guarantee you it's because that dummy on the wheelchair probably flip flopped out of there halfway down the stairs and they couldn't get a, a take that was clean so they're like we'll just uh, edit this like the head popped off and yeah. wouldn't go back on oh, yeah <laughs> uh, i have a question for you guys okay the so during the like beginning kind of intro of the movie um damn there's another dollar in the jug she gets a shower if you mention that you're doing it every time that's 50 dollars in the jar so just move past it please it's way worse when you mention it every time (laughs) well but if i if i address myself it'll make me stop that much more like it'll help anyway so there's a part in the intro and i think it happens one or two other times with uh, other characters where I believe it's after she gets a shower, she she comes out and but she looks right at the camera. Yeah, what, what there's a couple of moments with... where people look right into the camera. In yeah, there's two or three other ones. Yeah, not they don't like it. I think <laughs> I think like that it. scene was paying. What do you homage. think the reasoning was? Though? I think that particular scene. She's a was... bad actor and accidentally looked into the camera. <laughs> well, that, no, that, yes. they wouldn't allow that. They would in the eighties. They didn't fucking. If you have a limited amount of film, they can't just delete the hard drive. They had to just go with it. This movie (laughs) was made for sixty dollars. My point is, is also, but that scene very specifically paid homage to um, Psycho. So I think she had to look towards the camera, uh, just sort of to complete the scene, and then she just looked right down the barrel because she like. I feel like it was just trying to do what Halloween the first one did, 
which is the beginning of Halloween. There's this really, really long, complicated um, one shot where it just goes through the entire house up the stairs. They even do a thing where the camera goes up and down when it's killing the woman. And uh, I think that because that was one of the most impressive parts of the first movie was that opening sequence. And I think they were trying to do something similar here. where They're like, we're going to have one long shot that follows her through the whole house. And it doesn't end until the cat gets thrown through the window by like the stuffed cat gets thrown through the window by somebody off screen or whatever. Oh man, I've so obviously things. thrown. I've got some things to say about an animal in this movie. Um. So anyway, they. I okay. So I'm just. I didn't read through my notes as I. As I was saying them, so. Uh, she wakes up from the recap dream. Uh, oh yeah, the, I wanted to just make a special mention to the, the just the intro. How, shitty credits well the credits <laughs> so boring the credits were boring but like the actual like title card was so <gasps> intense yes in part two i was I like it exploded oh, for some no. reason there's no explosions in this movie why no. did that explode <laughs> so next crazy. one the next one because it's the 80s uh yeah. but think about how amazing the opening sequence or opening credits of uh the second chucky was like yeah how it's going through the conveyor belt of the dolls being made and it's all so complicated while they're putting the names on screen and how entertaining that is like i love a good opening credits if they're doing something with it but when it's just a black screen showing the names with intense music i'm like oh come on please. i think they were going Hurry for up. the vibe of the cover of the movie behind caitlin just that plain sure that's fine but the vibe outlines other things on it like it costs nothing to draw images and put them on film right show a guy pay a little bit of like do a little bit of uh (laughs) foreshadowing even like just have these sort of like chalk outline bodies of all the deaths that are going to be in the movie and then you kind of you get an idea of what's going to happen it'll be more interesting than just a box i'd screen. rather no credits let's just go like i'd well, rather well, that's what they do now that's what Caleb. they do now because people were <laughs> people were over it by the by the time the 90s rolled around people were like we're still doing intros we're still doing like full intro sequences. there were still a bunch like uh in the early 2000s even up to you know like 2010 and stuff like tim burton used to love a good opening credits but he would do same, stuff same, with them yeah, same, same, Raimi, same, same thing. Yeah, yeah intricate stuff. Because you watch the though, you watch the Evil Dead movie Dark and he Knight, it's just boom right into it. Yeah, but that's that's because people are stupid now, Kayla. Like, <laughs> they can't they can't handle a, a musical interlude with some interesting visuals and names on screen. They're like, ah, ah, and then they would show up like twenty minutes late to the movie to skip it, and it just was ruining everybody else's experience. I never there's cons- so many reasons for it to get removed. But I never considered that. Like, do you think that was a thing? Like, people were just outside smoking pot and drinking beer, tailgating until they're well, like, Star Wars movie was the first probably movie. starts. Star Wars was the first movie to not have credits in 1977 and George Lucas was kicked out of the film directors guild because of it. Cause he was like, no, I don't want to have credits. I want it to be explosive right away. I want to have the little title card a long time ago. And then star Wars and the directors guild like fought him about it forever. And they're like, you have to have all of the credits. It's part of the actors union. It's yeah. part of the, the tradesmen. It's all of it. They have to have their names up there at the beginning of the movie. And that's it. And he's like, no, I'm going to release, release it I'm independently. Gonna, I'm going to make sure that everybody uh, waits and sees them at the end of the movie. We want to yeah. see this title scroll uh, once a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I don't know why our impressions of him are just fucking sort of Kermit the Frog. Well, he kind of talks <laughs> like he that. He kind of talks Does like he? Kermit, no, the I am. Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> <laughs> what if there was a Jar Jar Binks? 
<laughs> anyway, um, uh, yeah. So the, okay. the reason they don't do it anymore is because of people's attention spans. Like they just absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, even it. like romantic comedies would just have like something happening, an opening shot. Comedies still. I think Judd Apatow likes to do this too, where something's just happening on the screen, like a, a scene. Yeah, I watched the like Forty Old Virgin the other day. And, it's like a sitcom, uh, right? Like there's just the title. Yeah, it's like Steve Carell is getting up and it's just showing his morning routine all yeah. while the credits are going. So you're you're ga- you're gaining a little bit of insight on the character through this moment of where they're also placing everyone's name on screen they would treat it like a process that they had to go through in filmmaking at one time but if you go further far enough back like wizard of oz for example it's just like 15 minutes of a black and white cloud with all the names coming up and Sir, uh, or whatever it's called that brown brown and no and it, it was black and white, white. sepia tone is a different thing <laughs> sepia tone is like yeah, it's like Western movies have. C- it's like it was, yeah, there's like a certain process, a chemical process that they couldn't get it to look black and white. Anyway, yeah, it's uh, the other it's thing like aged, about basically. super old movies like that is you would get a program much like when you go to the theater. So that extremely long intro would have probably a you know a great composed long yeah sort of the whole uh, song that you're going to hear throughout the movie. Uh, with all the credits coming up by the time that we would see wizard of oz on television they probably truncated that down to like a few minutes you know but the theater going still pretty long (laughs) yeah but the theater going experience was a completely different beast in the 1940s and 50s right like it was a different experience like you you like made it the whole night you don't just go see a movie in the 1950s you make it your whole fucking evening then you're in bed by 8 30 and you're meet me in st louis as a intermission Yeah, where you, where you would get up and go take a piss and get some more popcorn and come back and well, that's where the song <laughs> sit down and watch Judy Garland sing. Rang, rang, let's, rang, go rang, out, let's go out to the let's go out to this place and get ourselves lobby, a snack. Let's lobby. go out to the lobby. Yeah, <laughs> let's go out to the, the word. place. No, get I was gonna say a hot dog. I was gonna say let's go to the kitchen, and that's that's from like a remake <laughs> of a commercial. A the whole 90s. theater just that's a modernized kitchen. Yeah. There's no kitchen in a movie theater. Well, there <laughs> is there's in a the, kitchen in your house in the where back you watch of, movies now. In the back of the concession stand, there's probably a kitchen where they have to... I worked at a movie theater. Unpackage the hot dogs. It's just a giant nasty sink in a, a sink in a microwave. <laughs> in a yeah. fridge. In a <laughs> deep freeze. A deep freeze in a, a big tub yep, sink. There's a walk-in freezer where everything is just completely frozen. The butter is like a, an ice block. You got to put it in the microwave for like 20 minutes on high and sometimes it's still not I feel like melted in the microwave microwaving something for 20 minutes it was a big breathe. microwave because the the butter was like a giant tub of butter too and then you had to put these giant gloves on to grab it and you'd be like spilling it it'd be all slippery i dropped it one time and it oh no everywhere and i had to spend yeah. like two hours mopping up all this base cell how do you i spilled up? the butter again how do you butter <laughs> fingers <laughs> How do you mop up butter? That must, yeah, that must have literally taken you two hours. I'll tell you, over the course of two hours, it takes forever. You have to basically replace the mop head like every what about every sand? round. Maybe you throw some sand on it. You know what, Kalen? I'll I'll call, call up the theaters and let them know. <laughs> have you guys considered sand? I think we would throw, or maybe it was salt or baking soda. If there was like an oil spill, yeah, it was salt. When I when we worked in the kitchen, I I one time fucking. Shredded left rubber. the left the valve were you, open. Were you draining the? the I was fryer draining the fryer and the... I left the valve yeah. open. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I poured hot oil right onto my feet. Oh my god! Yeah, I've it... done that before too. I burned my flesh off of my bones. Yeah, and then somebody. And now you're a skeleton. 
Ryan. Ryan no, but I have a, do have a like, permanent burn all over my foot. It, and I still don't know if that was like a fun home remedy or a fucking tr- kitchen pr- troll prank. You never know. People will tell you stuff in the kitchen. And you got to be like. I don't yeah. know if that's a home remedy. Put peanut butter you... on it. Yeah. I don't <laughs> like, know if that's a home remedy or if you're trying Darn to make it worse because you're a dickhead fucking kitchen worker. Anyway. Some people are... Anyway, the uh well we get it to the movie finally, and fucking we there's the two hippies. Their names are like <coughs> Terry and We'll Terry. just call them hippie and dippy. I called them hippies and all through my notes. I didn't take the time to learn their names at any point. I well, the well, okay, we'll call them hippie and nippy. Because that, that one lady has enormous breasts that are continuously and constantly on screen all the time. Well, yeah. you gotta get your <laughs> just like here they are. Mileage. It's nineteen eighty one. That's what the teens want to see. They want to see giant, giant boobs. I think only one person gets nude though. I just, mean they get nude when they're doing it, but like you don't see anything. Just the quote on butt. The hot girl goes for a skinny dip, and then the per- the pervy weirdo who never gets his comeuppance. Well, I guess he gets... Yeah, that guy had some real incel energy going on, like, early incel. <laughs> but, like, he was, like, an attractive guy. I thought that they were... He was playing coy with her at first because they were going to obviously hook up and both get murdered. But they did that same thing with the two hippies where they... Oh, the leader guy? Or, like, the, like, head counselor or whatever? No, no, no. Not that dude. Not Phil or whatever. The fucking... The two people you meet at the beginning in the phone booth. Yeah. Oh, the guy with the big mouth that you were talking about, like the big, like. Yes, hippie and dippy. Hippie, dippy. No, but <laughs> Sorry, I was nippy. talking about. I was talking about the hot girl and the incel guy who who oh. like shoots her with a with a fucking slingshot in the a butt. A slingshot in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> After they uh, show that yeah, butt yeah, shot yeah. for literally two straight minutes, like yeah, yeah. I, I was like, oh yeah, these old '80s movies. We're gonna see a lot of weird like nudity. They're just movies. horny. Yeah. They they drop the R word and it's like. It, it, they dropped the R word in a way that like it was okay to use that not even as calling somebody the R word but like it was used clinically still <laughs> yeah and that's how they use it so I was, you can't I really was fault shocked. them I was shocked when when I heard that my, my mouth dropped a little bit <laughs> well Same. I mean that's what the, the word they used back then it was 1981 it was a different time it was a different time 40 but also years it was, ago so it was before a different time it was a different different time where they still used that word in a clinical <laughs> in a clinical way yeah. Like people it was the with, medical definition. People with mental with mental issues, they would just call them all the R word. Like no, they would call them mentally retarded. They wouldn't call them the R word. <laughs> call them the R slur. Um, yeah, this is the R word hospital. <laughs> it Bring says them that, all in. No, but it says that on a sign. I got a bus full of R words over here. Going to the <laughs> R word hospital. Imagine if you couldn't say that word, but that was still the clinical the clinical way to say it so that's oh what it's so bad yeah it's funny that's comedy that's a funny <laughs> joke um anyway the old man rolls up into hippie and nippy uh they're being goofy as fuck and he's like if you go there you're gonna die basically. they said you're all doomed you're all doomed. doomed i told you and we're like who the f- this guy's fucking and then he dies first doesn't he yeah. you know <laughs> what i think he was die. doing i think he was uh trying to make them think so like he was like worrying about someone in the woods or whatever but he was the one in the woods perving on them. No. I know that's what you think, but I don't think that's what it is. No, in the first movie, he warned the kids not to go to Camp Crystal Lake because a terrible thing happened there. And then they Mm -hmm. go there and all die. And then he knows that because he lives there. And then he tried to warn this next group of kids. And do you know what he got for his trouble? Murdered. Barbed wire wire around his throat. Which is a great kill. I give that one. I give that the Jason Jason kill (laughs) seal of approval. Sick kill, bro. Um, but the 
the dark haired guy. I'm kind of remiss to say this, but the hot he reminded one? me. He re- the what? The hot one? Yeah. That's what I he said. Know. He was like the everybody hot guy. in the movie is pretty attractive. So that's it's kind of like how they even the nerd these movies. Even the the nerd, nerd. You mean the guy who looks exactly like the uh, the human from Ratatouille? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole time I was just like. You know what this movie needs? A rat on this guy's head. He <laughs> should be time. the camp chef and he should be controlled Have by a rat. rat. And nobody talks about it. Me and Danny it. were watching it and partway through I was like doing an impression of him. Because he also sounds like Yogi Bear weirdly. <laughs> He's got like a weird Yogi Bear voice and looks like <laughs> Ratatouille. But uh, I'm going to fuck this. I was like, you ever think that uh, <laughs> life would be easier if you were controlled by a rat? <laughs> I'm going to fuck this, uh, this uh, bartender and not get murdered. He just, yeah, he, he just disappears. He likes yeah. me. So does the <laughs> He's other... got a fucking pile of beers in front of him. So yeah. does the other There's a whole chunk of them that just disappear. Yeah. Well, but really, like, it was just... There's about five... There's, like, the two full cars go, and only one yeah. car comes back. Oh. Like, the truck is full of teenagers, and they just drive off. And then only the those two come back, and then, like, nobody else comes back. Because the other, the other character, the, the one token person of color who is in their group also doesn't come back and escapes yeah there's also so like very progressive for a horror other people (laughs) (laughs) the black dude makes it out doesn't he He also has zero lines zero lines in the movie (laughs) but he had like one line i don't remember him saying anything other than when he jumps into the lake (laughs) there's a front flip and goes that's his only line that i can recall um so then uh okay so then the nerd we meet the nerd when he gets like a guy to pull a prank on hippie uh, pretty good prank by yeah <laughs> towing his truck around the corner yeah uh, the, but hippie was ready to go to blows but it's funny because of how slow the truck was driving that he was able to just run next to it and be like hey hey that's my car that's my car that's what i think well i think it was a good prank because it was in the moments felt serious enough of like, oh man, he's taking my truck. But then immediately, you know, oh, it's just a joke. Like no, no harm, no foul in any way whatsoever. Like I think it actually was a really good prank as far as pranks are concerned. It's a good way to introduce the nerd character too. Cause a a nerd who has nothing better to do. There's no video games. There's no internet. Just doing pranks, playing fucking people for fun, playing fucking video with a short video video hockey and video football and palm. Yeah. Do you want to play hockey or football? The one with the puck. The one that gives it rhymes with fuck. Yeah. There was only one F-bomb in this whole movie, which surprised me, but there was lots of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I think, yeah, that there's, you're allowed to have one fuck to to keep a movie below a, a specific rating. That so, is correct, but it can't be. It can't be. Um, it can't be like. Ad- it can't be like. Fuck you. It has to be like. Oh fuck. Something I think you can say lines. fuck you. I think big has fuck you in it. Um, it. It's something about it can't be like an adjective or something or a verb or something. I can't. There's there is a rule about it though. That is that is definitely a rule. Like you can't say let's fuck. Yeah. yeah that mu- yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I thought fuck you was the was the one that you couldn't do. Well, it might it might be someone saying I want to fuck you. <laughs> what if it's yippee-yo, yippee-yo, kaye, motherfucker? Yeah, that's that's a okay. Yippee dippy ayo, motherfucky, Sorry, what, Kalen? Was Die Hard R uh, rated R? I think so. 
Yeah. We'll talk exactly. about it on our Die Hard episode. When we do Die I can't Hard wait. fucking five. Uh, we should actually do a similar thing for action movies in like the spring or summer. That would be sure. interesting. Do the top Fine, big yeah. four, like Terminator, Die Hard. Anyway. Can I express a, a, a uh, what's it called when something uh, frustrates or like bothers you? When Kalen puts his hand up and then doesn't get to the point. <laughs> what's that called? So I can't remember if it was before or after the flashback, but there's a kid playing in the puddles and then his parents call him and he walks off. And as soon as he walks off, what I assume is Jason walks in like immediately, like too soon. It was too quick. Like, give it a couple beats before you walk in. Oh, yeah. Like, the kid, the guy, like, Jason, like, the kid would have been this far You know what frustrated me more about that is that that kid was not wearing rain boots. Those were, like... Yeah, they were, like, Those bands. were, like, like regular-ass sneakers. Those, that kid's feet are soaked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I did notice that that whole scene gave me a real Halloween vibe. felt like... Yeah. Like yeah. Halloween. Um, it also is very... This whole... The way that they present Jason in this movie is very like they don't know the character yet, and true. There's parts where he's like, str- like him and Phil are like struggling, and I'm like, oh, he's a mortal man in this movie. He's still yeah. I believe man. that he's just supposed to be that kid from the end of the first movie, yeah. aged to be like 19 or whatever. Like, he's and he, just but like he's a, a big fucker a if he's still. only if he's only 19. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um and. The other thing that I wanted to say there was so oh, fuck I lost my train of thought and I was hoping it would come back to me. I just had an intrusive thought, but I'll, I'll let it die. <laughs> what was it? It was a. Good... It was just another use of the R word that oh. was inappropriate. <laughs> um, right. So the nerd, we get a scene where they're driving out to the out to the camp. It's like camp, like something lake. It's the same Crystal lake. Lake. No, 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 no. It's next they, door. It's next, next door, door is new. Oh. It's called something different. It's, they, it just says it on a sign. It doesn't matter. But they, they, there's a log down. Oh, I remember what I wanted to say. You know it's Jason because whenever you hear... Oh, and, yeah, and the first person, that's Jason. It's key, 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 ma, ma, ma. And Come if on. It, if you hear key, 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 ma, ma, ma in the room, it's a lot like what Steve was saying last week with Chucky. That means Chucky's in the room. So yeah. they did the same. They do the same thing with the. <laughs> I like I like saying, <laughs> but yes, as per last year's uh, episode, it is kill 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 ma 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 or whatever yeah. kill 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 key 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 ma ma. The guy was whispering kill ma into a microphone and then just looped and the started creepy. Yeah, yeah, spooky. Um. Uh oh. Uh oh, they're coming they're so again. So spooky, us the cops are for coming. They, heard me, use, the yeah, they heard me use their R word too many times. I'm going to jail. Um, but yeah, so basically we get the the exposition dump. If you haven't, if you don't know the story from the first ten minutes, <laughs> fucking the nerd is like, you know, uh, this. Let this me recap lake, it again. Was, uh, there's this meetings <laughs> out here, and it's uh, unclear what really happened. But uh, the girl, she's in a mental institution, and uh, she's in a retail. <laughs> Jeez, uh, I gotta say though, like I have, I was a camp counselor for a long time in my life, and the moments like where before the children arrive, where it's just the the counselors, it is weird and horny, and it's pretty much like the the movie. Oh, I believe it. Depict a lot of the time. They were, it's they're, like they're probably supposed to be like seventeen and eighteen, like seventeen to nineteen is yeah. probably their age range here. So they're all trying to bang each other. Hormones. Yeah. Yep. 
They're all in a weird, yeah. scary place. I thought that it was funny that Thing they is... get they get out of the truck. Oh wait, no, the girl finds the sign because this is what I thought was dumb. They're they're spooked. She's like, "This wow, these woods are are spooky." And then she beelines it into the woods. Luckily, nothing happens to her because Jason's on the other side of the street watching them. But mm-hmm. like, that that wouldn't be my first thought if I thought because the whole movie the when they see the woods. They have a really weird vibe. I think that it's because there's a lot of daytime scenes and it, it kind of always looks like sun setting. I don't know if you've ever been in, lost in the woods or like in the woods at sunset. It's just got a weird kind of vibe. There's a, a strange darkness to it where it's like you can still see everything, but it's everything slowly getting closer to you in the sense of your 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 range, your visual range. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, even after working at the same camp for five years, like you're familiar with the territory. It would be very difficult for you to get lost when you're walking through there at night by yourself. It is, you're scared. (laughs) There's no other word for it. You're scared. And if you, even if you have a flashlight, you point it into the woods, a deep thicket of trees, the light is just eaten by it. And it's frightening. It's scary, man. You don't know what's in there. And like the last thing I used to never point my flashlight into the woods because I was scared that I would see something. See something. I was like, don't put it in there. I just want to, go and know where my path is and if i would put it off to the side i would instantly have a heart attack even if there was nothing so i it's uh, scary i i remember that from when i was a child i lived in the woods we lived in a place called alderwood acres which sounds like that's where camp camp crystal lake is it's in alderwood acres um it's yeah, a real horror movie sounding location for sure yeah and uh it was like a subdivision about a half hour out of halifax which is a small city you know, and in the nineties, it was even smaller, you know? Um, and I just remember like watching show, I've talked about this on the show before, I'm sure, but watching like in search of Bigfoot or in search of aliens. And then like looking out my window and all I could see was like one light, like one power lines light. And that's it. If you go outside, it's the same thing. You could shine your flashlight into the woods. And if you, you know, you're too scared to do it. Cause if you see anything, that's game over. Because yeah. even if it's not Sasquatch or aliens or a ghost, even if you saw a person, you or a person, it's shit probably yeah. it's probably some shit that can kill you, like a lynx or a fucking cougar or something, mm-hmm. or like a black bear. Yeah. If you go Realistic. even deeper into the woods, black bears don't hurt people. People, brown bears do. They're nice ones. Yeah, they eat berries and shit. Well, they'll still fuck <laughs> your honey. life apart if they get spooked and want to attack your face off. That's true. Because everywhere we go camping has black bears, and I've never seen one. Like, I've gone camping the last eight years in a row, and I've, it's every year it's like, you know, you got to be careful. You um, got a red panda, though. You got to go like this. No, I, well, yeah, you do that, but you also make noise more so. Just scream at them like you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Punch them in the nose, and they'll run away. They'll be like, ooh, uh, that's some gross uh, meat. That, meat. That meat's gone bad. Yeah, bears are very fast too. It's different. Yeah, always serpentine. Or play dead, actually. Don't you know he's faster, Jason? Yeah, <laughs> as shown by this horrible foot race that takes way too long and goes on for so long. And I'm well, like, this... you get it. He's deep in the woods. Fuck. He can't. He doesn't have his like teleporting powers yet in this one, really. No, so he's <laughs> literally chased by a cop. Yeah, <laughs> like for so long. Yeah, and. It's frustrating. So this is after those two kids go into the woods and find the dead dog, right? 
and the cop has like oh, some words with the camp counselor and he or the the head counselor and he's disappointed that they're not disciplining them more and you know he's like i don't want to have to clean up a mess again because last year or, some, or a couple years ago that shit happened and it's bad and then he sees jason on the side of the road just like oh man when he like springs into the like he has like a little like jump into the woods yeah and those violins are just (laughs) and uh it was a spooky score i will say that the jason score is always good man it's it's pretty solid from the beginning to even the one in 2013 even the one in uh, space I don't actually. I've only seen that one once. I actually uh, just I, bought it the other day. For I'm excited. Five I'm excited to rewatch. I, I well, read we the synopsis it 10 years of it. From now. Yeah, in ten years from now, in eight <laughs> years from now, actually. Yeah, no, we should just do a watch party again, like we did with uh, See No Evil, and just watch it because it's goofy as fuck. Like it, watch it, just watch it over Zoom. Cool. Yeah, we'll just we'll just all watch it, and then we don't have to play it on the Zoom call. We can just press play individually, you know, three, two, one, go, sort of thing. No, but what um, what, what I would say we do is. Uh, watch it in zoom right and if i put it on the internet i can just cover i can just put a a block over that spot well i I gotta say playing things on your screen is not the greatest i've tried to do it before for watch parties with my friends and we end up just all watching it on our individual device because i remember we did it for the bill and ted movie during pa- pandemic yeah i mean time. it can work but it's it's we it can get a little choppy sometimes okay cool um, but uh anyway so he chases jason to his spooky cabin made of like discarded doors and wardrobes <laughs> and shit and uh they find a real nasty toilet and i'm like oh my god they really needed to show that he's human all right by showing a really gross toilet jason you takes shit <laughs> and it's also like there's plumbing out here Wow. <laughs> I think he just, just have a thunder box or something. But uh he then finds the room which we're not revealed, which is this room here behind me, but we don't see that until the end. Um this shot confused the fuck out of me, but I was also kind of pissed off at how long the chase was and boring. Like it wasn't visually interesting. It just kept showing close ups of feet and with no payoff. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, and it's like oh it, dark jeans, light jeans. Well oh, I think okay. Yeah, and I think that I realized that they were trying to give me visual cues as to whose legs were who's for the next scene coming up. But yeah. uh, I also was like, it's so long. And I know that they were trying to accomplish, like, we need to show that he doesn't just live off the side of the road. We need to make it seem like they go really deep into the woods. But fuck, I don't care, man. <laughs> like, as long as you can't see the road, who gives a shit? Um, but then there's a shot where it's the cop and he's like, he opens the door and then it cuts to some legs and then there's legs coming up behind other legs and in my brain the way my brain processed that information was that he was walking up behind jason and then it cuts up to him and he's like oh my god (laughs) then jason just like machetes him or whatever and uh i just think it did not accomplish the goal that it was meant to do and i think that that running scene was also supposed to like establish in your mind his pants are light blue and his pants are dark blue but also just give him some brown pants man <laughs> yeah give him he, some he has the overalls in this one too which was a weird like it's just what he's a weird hillbilly and that lives in a dilapidated it's basically kind of a ripoff of leatherface it's what i kept thinking of kind of just that yeah they you haven't know? found jason's identity yet and the I, jumpsuit I do... with the fucking hockey mask is so iconic in my head yeah. that this this even though i knew that this was the one where that he had that look i was still 
when that Friday the Thirteenth game came out, I think was that was mm. the first time I registered that he had that look. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And then I looked into it. And I was like, oh, in the second head. movie, he had a bag yeah. head with one eye. Um, but it is it is the iconic look, and like he gets these big yellow gloves. Actually, I have the picture right here on my shirt. He gets these big, what, big old gloves. <laughs> I'm disappearing. Why? <laughs> anyway, he gets these gloves, and they're like yellow, and it's so good it's like dr strange gloves <laughs> and you're just yeah. like and it's it's great because you see him grabbing things and you're all you always know it's him and they they hang on to those gloves for a while they lost them at some point and i remember thinking like why <laughs> why did they get rid of his cool gloves i like and they just wanted to have monster hands or some shit i like the version of him from the nes game that is like purple and that they made an action figure out of yeah and then with the teal mask and then they actually incorporated that into the friday the 13th game it was removed though fuck why stupid lawsuit there was a lawsuit that was going on for like 20 years because that's that's owned by mattel or whatever or ljn or some shit like that game got done dirty man because it's such a good game and there were so many avenues they could have gone and they had this huge um update planned for it that was going to be completely free they're going to add the jason x ship and all that stuff and the, the lawsuit ended and it just completely destroyed the game it's really sad because the jason game was nine? was there what a jason nine or well friday yeah. the 13th nine yes okay it's not called that but it's called uh jason goes to hell i think is that one no that's oh, like that seven one. okay yeah, is, yeah, it, yeah. is that seven i can't remember man they, they start naming them after that and i'm like can you just make them one two three four five six seven <laughs> like why you gotta <laughs> Why you gotta do this to me? Yeah, the next one there's some spirit spiritual shit that happens that makes him into a zombie. I know that, and then it starts gets then it starts going off the rails, and then it's gets real weird. Um, but okay, so we skipped over that to that scene, but I do want to I do want to go back and cover some things. Um, we get a scene of uh, Ginny oh, showing up. Jason goes to hell is the ninth one. Oh, is sure. it? Yeah. And then they didn't make a movie for like a decade. And then uh, they didn't make another one until Jason X, which is Jason 10. But and, that was uh, in like 2000 or something, right? 2001. Yeah. And then Freddy versus Jason came out in 2003. And that's canonical to both series? Yeah. I mean, pr- pretty much, yeah. Okay. Uh, they do a little bit of. But it's a. But I remember there, it but... being. I remember it being a f- more of a. It's a Nightmare on Elm Street movie that has Jason in it, is how I is how the movie Freddy felt. versus Jason? Yeah. yeah, they try to do as much as they can with Jason, but the story-wise, Jason is very simple. Like, yeah. it's like he's a monster who kills people, whereas Freddy has a, a little bit more of a complex background and, and talks. identity. And he speaks. <laughs> Says words. Yeah. And, but the kills, I remember the kills in, in uh, Freddy versus... The, I have seen Freddy versus Jason. It's one of the first horror movies that I was like, started to make me be like, oh, these movies have like a story. It's not just like an hour and a half of like elaborate murders. They've got, yeah. there's a story that ties, that's like happening and then murders just happen. And I remember the murders being hilariously violent, but not gory because it was for a broader audience. And, uh, I remember being like, oh, I should probably start trying to watch more horror. Um, yeah, there's a good part in Freddy vs. Jason where I can't remember her name, but one of the destiny's child people is, is in it. And, oh, uh, uh, he, he cuts her nose, he like cuts her nose off. And he goes, got your nose! <laughs> he like pops out of a magazine. It's great. I like when Jason folds somebody backwards in a cot. 
Yeah. They're laying on a cot on their stomach and he folds them backwards. I thought, and I think he does the classic, puts somebody in a fucking sleeping bag and just bashes them against the tree. No, that happens in Jason X. That um, happens. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I believe that kill is, that's not from the first one, is it? No. Actually, it is. I think it is from the first. It one. reminds me of the first one. Uh, I think it's in yeah. multiple movies because it's a very. Yeah, no, I mean that's they they do that specifically because they put them onto like a holodeck, basically, Jason. And they, they like they like put these hologram women. Oh, like, made like two women. They're like we're having unprotected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then right. it just like yeah. cuts away, and then it cuts back from this like comical long shot of him just like. Getting <laughs> the sleeping bag against the tree, <laughs> and you can hear the woman like, "Ah, ah!" That's amazing. <laughs> oh man! What so this movie. this movie has a thing that I think that the Jason or the Friday the Thirteenth game uses, and we get a shot at the beginning of her of Ginny driving up in that Beetle that's like old and like broken down, and then we get a shot of her like trying to start it and it won't start. And I I said out loud, sitting in my living room by myself, that's definitely happening at the end of the movie. Yeah. Of course, in the game, you have to, like, get parts to, like, fix the things, but I think that's that's how they kind of do that in a video I made game universe. Well, while we were watching it, because me and Danny play the game quite often, and she tries to start the car, I'm like, no, 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 you only have the keys, you need to find the battery and you the gas can. the battery and the gas can. <laughs> yeah, so that that's that's a classic trope, and I was like, you don't really need a Chekhov's gun a trope like that, but it was 1981, so maybe you did. Um, so... The exhaust to the face was pretty funny. When, yeah, uh, he goes and tries to fix it and fucking gets blasted. Yeah. I also thought it would have been funny if, like, Jason was behind the car and it happened to him as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. The main guy tells uh, the story about Jason seeing his mom get beheaded and he will kill again. Uh, it's been five years. That's where we find out that. Uh, naturally the kids are going to just go looking for Camp Crystal Lake because if I was a kid... See, I don't. I walked under a ladder today. And I was walking up to the ladder, and I was You're like, nuts. am I going to go around the ladder? I'm going to walk under the ladder. And I was like, I don't fucking believe in anything. So I just walked under the ladder. But then somebody was coming towards me, and I looked back to, to see. They did go under the ladder. But the probably story would I mean, I love those those like bad luck things, because if you really examine them not even closely, they're just all dangerous things to do. Like, opening an umbrella in, inside is dangerous, because you might like poke somebody in the eye when you open it. <laughs> Putting shoes on a table is considered bad luck in some cultures, and I'm just like, no, moms made that up because they don't dirty. want dirty shoes on the Yeah, no, table. that's that's like it's bad luck if you do April Fools after lunchtime. It's be, that's because by it's lunchtime annoying. the teachers <laughs> at schools are done with pranks. Like, yeah. we have to make up something so we don't just <laughs> pranking doesn't just happen until we all go insane. Yeah. Broken mirror, dangerous. Just dangerous. Glass is dangerous. <laughs> but also mirrors are like. I see where that comes from. Mirrors are like a thing in multiple Alternate. cultures that are like, you know, special. No, I, I, I know, I know. But I'm saying to me, I'm like, but it's also dangerous. <laughs> the latter one makes no sense to me. I think it's no, because someone could be up there and drop something, something on you. Yeah. yeah, but like if you yeah. walk under the ladder, that's bad luck. Friday the 13th is a stupid one too. Yeah, because sometime, one time a guy walked under a ladder while somebody was like, Using a sledgehammer to hit some <laughs> something, and he dropped it, and it hit him on the head and killed Hell him. Yeah, a sledgehammer on a ladder is not OSHA approved. Okay? Sorry, I meant a normal hammer, <laughs> a ballpoint hammer or whatever. I think it's. I think if you climb a ladder with a sledgehammer, that's bad luck. That's true. I've done it. For everyone, and, then, and I broke my rib that, that day. Oh shit! Bad luck. Did you land on the hammer? I didn't fall off of the ladder. I broke my rib in a completely different circumstance. Wow! <laughs> Did you yeah. hammer yourself with the hammer? No, I didn't. Nothing had to do with the ladder or the hammer. I broke my rib completely separately of anything. 
but were you laughing so hard from not having anything bad happen with the last? Okay, I'll tell you how I broke my rib because it seems like you're you're guessing. No, I was trying to use a lock or a, a bolt cutter on a, a padlock that was too thick for that caliber of cutter. And I was trying my arms, couldn't get it. So I wedged it under my arm and I was oh. putting my body weight into it. Oh. And I pushed so hard that I just cracked my wrist. You're strong. I was very strong at that point. Yes. I was wow. so strong that I broke my own bones. <laughs> it's weird you that your body, you know, how you, you know how you like can't bite your own tongue off or you can't like bite your own skin. Like you can, but like, you know how you like, it's weird that your body didn't let you not push it that hard. Yeah. Yes, I got a stupid body. <laughs> I got a stupid body. <laughs> um, so, stupid. so then we get the scene where the, they're sitting around the camp. This is them sitting around the campfire that I just explained. And then the nerd shows up in, um, I guess, like a caveman attire with a with a. Yeah, it's a really weird costume, but hat off to the movie for not uh, doing something problematic. I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> and he has a spear, and that's they check off gun that spear, which I didn't expect, and they kind they didn't. I did because really... I have played the game. Oh, there's a spear <laughs> yeah. in it. There's a spear. Uh, one of the loading screens in the game is two people in a bed with the spear through them, oh, which nice. is a shot that was in this movie that they removed because it, it pushed the rating up too high. So they that had to do a reshoot sequence, with the bed blood. That whole sequence, we'll get to it. Uh, but just to talk about it right now, since we're talking about it, like it had a lot of build up and no payoff. It was just like him skulking him, cl- him clearly holding the spear, them just finishing having sex, which Jason canonically hates. He hates when people come because he's an incel guy. Well, that's because he died right? because of people fucking, well, that's how they. And he doesn't Freddy understand how Jason, good it feels when they reshow how <laughs> what happened. That scene is like they're all banging. <laughs> yeah, and it's like uh, it's, like like on the porch of yeah. the the cabin in front of all the and kids. He's, he's like drowning. And <laughs> and like, he's drowning. Yeah. Can you please come and help. And me, all the please? kids are making fun of him. Like, yeah, like you stupid idiot, yeah. banging. But that's just what I think. That's what the Jason's mom thought happened. I think that Jason's death. Uh, yeah, was just... because of negligence, but not the grossest form of negligence. <laughs> yeah, um, it's all a misunderstanding. It's a li- she's she was being hyperbolic. She was blaming the wrong people. Yeah, she, she was there too. Herself. She was the cook. Yeah, I liked how Ginny tried to give a reason though behind her actions. I thought that was like wholesome. Was, yeah, like that's how, how you knew she was going to survive. Oh, because yeah. <laughs> she was nice. She was empathetic. Um, I wrote it down somewhere. Where did I write it? Oh, I just wrote blonde empathy equals she will live. <laughs> That's my note. <laughs> so this uh, this first night, the teens all start playing grab ass. Basically, at this point, they're all flirting and dancing and drinking and smoking pot. Uh, and the and hottest person is the guy in the wheelchair, in my yeah, opinion. He looked. <laughs> He's like, the hottest out of everybody. He looks like uh, the character that plays uh, Superman. Uh, um, I thought he looked like uh, Billy Crudup, like a young Billy Crudup, yeah. the guy who plays Doctor Manhattan in the Watchmen. Okay, movie. yeah, he look, but yeah, I, I saw since I'm watching Titans right now, he looks like the guy that plays a uh, uh, Superboy. Oh right, yeah. Who's also a very handsome man. Um, but yeah, the, we get the first bits of Jason's uh, like stalking around, looking in the windows and stuff. Uh, Paul goes to the the girls' cabin. They start doing it. Uh, they start doing it. <laughs> Naturally. And then the guy who looks like the ultimate gentleman starts being a perv. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. 
and uh, it's an 80s movie, so we see a bra, so murders are incoming. But that first night, everybody makes it unscathed, and I kind of see what Kalen's saying, because this is around the time when we see the old man also skulking around and spying. He smiles a little bit. Yeah, Kalen loves his 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 ghost theory of this man's a horny old He's man. He's a horny old like, ah, you're, like, fuck. you're doomed. You're doomed, I tell you. Now first. take your top off. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was just Where a concerned citizen um, who happened to catch some skin and was like, ah. yeah. <laughs> but the, oh. but Jason does murder the old man in this in this moment. And I made a note that the, all the kids made it through the night. The old man is now dead. Two movies, a movie and a half, no more old man. Yeah. Now the next people that come to Camp Crystal Lake are not going to have any sort of soothsayer saying sooth. Yeah, it'll be, <laughs> they'll just be all legends. I mean, there's too many warnings already. We don't need an old man being like, Wah! run for the hills. I think I, I think if I heard about a grisly murder of multiple people, I would just avoid that place because no good could come of going there. Yeah, I I was like when I was watching it, I was talking to Tenny and I was like, we're probably these two, right? The ones that go wandering in the woods alone. That's probably us. We oh, would hear about the abandoned camp. That's and we me. Would want to go that's check me. It out. Absolutely, yeah. I'd be like, I got to see this camp. Camp Blood, you say? All right, let's go check it oh, out. That's something I forgot to mention. Throughout the movie, they keep calling it Camp Blood, and I fucking love that. That's a lot yeah. more memorable to me now. I mean, Camp Crystal Lake has been a constant in my life for my whole life because I this series is older than kind I like am. Hammer, yeah. yeah, but Camp Blood, I don't know. I've never heard them refer to it as that before. Do they only do it in this movie? I think so, but they, they might drop it a couple other times. But like the movies kind of... They, they, They're almost their they, own thing, sort of. Yeah, but they also kind of move away from the camp for a little while and they start yeah. going other, elsewhere. Like Manhattan? Yeah, I think the fifth one is like a huge time jump. Like Tommy Jarvis is a kid in the fourth one, and then in the fifth one, it's like a a big time jump where he's now an adult and he's he's like a foster kid who's going to all these different foster homes and stuff. And he's obsessed with Jason still, even though like he's like Jason's gonna come back. I know it. And then there's one where he digs Jason up and stabs him with a weather vane for some reason. And, and then the weather struck vane by lightning gets struck by and lightning brings and, and brings him back to life by accident. And, and then Corey they... Feldman saves the day. Don't they nuke no, him he only plays He only plays him as a kid. He doesn't play him as an adult. Is Jason Goes to Hell the one where they fucking nuke him from space at the end? I think, I think that's uh, they They blow him up, yeah. And then they just have his head or his brain or something, yeah. And the doctor like eats a piece of him or something weird it's i can't remember it's it, they get so strange yeah <laughs> they get so strange just because they want i think they started to try to be extra gritty like the hellraiser series they want to just be visually gross like body horror weird like just what are what what yeah. are gross like macabre ideas we can just throw at the jason brand because right now these first two movies the if if i had to know that they were just kind of like campy like a bunch of camp counselors get murdered in it, weird ways i probably would have been able to handle these movies way earlier like in my early 20s i probably could have just gone through this it's when you see yeah i think of... when i saw um i think i started getting into these movies right around when freddy versus jason came out i saw freddy versus jason was coming out they had put they had been doing the movie marathons of jason and freddy movies throughout that month so i started watching them on tv and uh then i saw freddy versus jason and i was like this is great this is amazing <laughs> these are so fun yeah we'll be distracting um yeah 
so we are where are we at here we're we're still kind of in the first evening but we we get to that second day and we see Sorry. a chainsaw and i wrote apparently chainsaw question mark chainsaws. question mark what apparently jason is scared of chainsaws yeah because of this movie he gets hit by one he gets grazed. Like, oh, I wasn't expecting someone like, to attack me. And she, yeah, she exactly. Yeah. She immediately doesn't know how to use a chainsaw because she just like lets go of the grip and just and then it just. But she's stalls. the one using it before she knows how to use it. We see her cutting wood with it. She's she's the one that oh, cuts yeah. all the wood. Right, right, right. right and it's right. in it's in stored in in her cabin. I believe she has it in like a closet or whatever. And uh, comes back later. I wrote down and underlined chainsaw question mark ch- question mark and i was like i wonder if this is an homage to the texas chainsaw massacre and then when the chainsaw comes back i wrote down again chainsaw exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point <laughs> um, uh, i'm back at the uh the the dog runs into the woods and runs right up to jason um yeah and, and that's then we see a dead dog a later that you switch. think is yeah. that dog that <laughs> it's not and i'm like what's the point of this but he one- still killed a dog <laughs> We get a, like a montage of them having lunch, and then a montage of them all swimming, and just some random scenes. Um, I have a question. That's when the hippie girl, hippie and dippy, go to the to Camp Crystal Lake, and I just wrote, "Why would you want to go there?" Uh, and that's when they find the dog ripped to shreds, and you think that it's Muffin. Go ahead, Galen. I think we were talking about a part when uh, the head counselor guy went to go say what's up to the blonde chick or whatever, right? And I believe it was the blonde chick. She changed from black panties to brown panties. That's later. Oh, okay. That's not the. That's not the. It's not Ginny. That's uh, I think her name's Vicky, and she's trying to get with the wheelchair guy. Oh yes, you are right. And she I sprays right. perfume literally everywhere. Yeah, me and me and Danny both went ew. Yeah. <laughs> she did that. We're like, is, that seems like it would be unsanitary to do that. Those you might brown get some sort of weird infection here, though. It also, also looked like she shit herself. It also reminds oh yeah, when she's running through the door and her like yeah. Um but the uh it also reminds me of that meme on TikTok that's like, why would you put uh perfume on your ankles? That was because of sex. uh sex. Yeah, that had the same energy as that. Because of sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so the police officer shows up and uh he finds them at Camp Crystal Lake. He threatens them, says they're too close to the lake to the camp crystal lake uh and then that's when we get the scene with that you were talking about earlier where he falls in through the woods into a filthy dilapidated shack uh, and he goes in for some reason why you're the sheriff of a small town stay away from the horrible shack that's filled with nightmares he's um, trying to catch jason and he gets a hammer to the brain for his trouble oh was it a hammer okay yeah. i couldn't remember how he got so this hit. is this is sort of the the last like sequence that starts here the the phil the camp Never get main, to the home alone main kind of yeah uh the i didn't think I, I was like there's only a half hour left in this movie how is that possible um, yeah. it went by so fast but also jason had killed two people at this point in pretty mm. like tame ways um but they all decide to go to town phil's like one more night before the kids come let's go you know so wasted let's get messed up <laughs> uh so they go to town the remaining counselors play even more grab ass and they're all kind of mm. pairing off now to fuck. Um, and I wrote the remaining counselors have to deal with a nightmare man. Uh, that's when, uh, that's when the hot girl goes skinny dipping 
uh, alone at night because of course she does. And her then, hair was already wet before she got in the water. That's because they probably shot that scene like 30 times before they, yeah. they got her. I know, I know, but still, it drove me insane. I thought about that immediately. I'm like, if she's going into the that. water right now, why is her hair already already wet? <laughs> um, because everybody else was staring at her naked body. No one noticed her hair. That's what her <laughs> was. Uh, then I wrote, all the kids are horny now because they're all just paired off playing grab ass. Um... I wrote Scott. Oh, his name's Scott. I wrote Scott is a hazard to women because yeah. he steals her fucking. He steals her clothes. Then she gets out of the water nude, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And he, and he just gives most of the clothes back. And gives them like, back. Yeah. I was, like, I was happy that she called him a pervert. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's like, like you pervert. pervert. And he's like, "Uh, whatever." And then he gets there's like a rope on the ground that he steps in and gets like put upside down. And then she goes to get a knife, and he immediately gets murdered immediately like jason and I was comes like, out and goes she goes to get a, a pocket knife out of a backpack like go to the kitchen of the giant cabin you're right next to <laughs> i know the layout of this lake i've played the video game i know where that house is neither it's closer people, than the cabins neither of these people are smart though no they're the dummies sure. the, the dumb hot people who are like functionally dumb and also so hot, hot that he's an insult pervert <laughs> which that that sentence doesn't make any sense but uh mm-hmm. I just like that I wrote Scott as a hazard to women. Um, oh, yeah, her name's Terry. Uh, murdered by Machete. She finds him murdered. She comes back. Um, they talk about the absurdity of Jason uh, at the bar, I believe. Yeah, that's uh, also where the empathy statement comes from. Yeah. The and then she says he could be a frightened R word or a, a man who just wants his mom back. And I went, I almost spit my drink out when I heard her say frightened R word. Um, her word's not mine. I also made sure to write in my notes. Uh, Jason only knows his mom and never went to school. So I guess going to the lake was his only connection to people. And he doesn't know what death is. So he's killing. And we see it later where like he, he what he's seeing is like his mom um, or murder. Somebody can pretend to be his mom, and he's very easily confused when she puts the sweater on later. Uh, As soon as as that's broken, he sees murder. He sees, I get a murder again. And Jason's a legend around these parts. Uh, (laughs) Scooter's getting hit on hard by Vicky. Um, She wants to get get stoned on marijuana. Uh, And then, oh my god, this line was... Are you calling calling him Scooter? Yeah, his name is Scooter. Who, real? His name was Mark. Oh, his name is Mark. Them, they called him Scooter earlier in the movie. It's because of, he's in a wheelchair. That's why they're calling him Scooter. <laughs> it's kind of a mean diss. It is a mean I diss, but it. you know what's an even meaner diss? This next line. Uh, she offers him a t- She goes, you want a toke? And he goes, I'm training. And she goes, for what? Oh, my God. And he God. looks down. He looks down like, oh, yeah. <laughs> forgot. There's also a part earlier where they're running. All of them are running, and he's at the end of the where they're running to or whatever, and he's yelling at them like, "Come on, go faster!" I'm like this guy's being really rude for someone who can't walk. He's like, like, yelling at these people running. I, I don't think this movie's like a, a hard horror comedy, like Tucker and Dale versus Pure Evil kind of thing. But there's a lot of no, yeah. There's it's a lot of humor in this movie. Like there, there's a thread in this movie in the first act where they tell like a bunch of just like. Stupid what do jokes. you call a blah blah blah? Oh, a blah blah. You know, they tell a lot of those kind of jokes. Uh, what, what was Mozart's 
best score or what i don't remember that one all um, of those jokes immediately left my brain because yeah. i was like this is called lazy writing they just got out of a shitty joke book or got people to tell jokes in the jokes, writer's room and wrote them in those jokes were schoolyard schoolyard jokes probably from this movie like they probably stuck in the as the top because two of them i recognized i can't remember them now obviously because they just left my brain immediately but it, there, yeah, were, there were horror horror comedy elements but there are so few movies where people telling jokes sequentially where it's actually funny because it's that's just shit that happens in real life. So putting it in a movie is reductive almost. Like yeah. come up with a funny scenario that's beyond human comprehension because that's what you have the ability to do. You're making up fantasy. Don't just have somebody sitting there telling jokes. It's not funny. <laughs> you know? My favorite the situation should be funny, not too. the uh, story they're telling. But at the barbecue when uh, the hot dogs are raised, like come and get them and then the guy's like i'm right here <laughs> that's that's funny see like that's funny whereas somebody being like then the bear wiped his ass with the rabbit or whatever like that's oh, and then yeah, just cut to them the laughing and you're just like oh god so a bear and a rabbit <laughs> are talking and the bear asks the rabbit does can you clean your fur was that what it was I don't, again, I just and remember the, the bear no, you have the with, and you have his ass with the rabbit. Yeah, 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 just, yeah. Anyway, uh, I, the hippies go to bang. I wonder if they're going to get brutally murdered. And guess what? Uh, Mark uh, gets a machete to the face in the next little bit. He's coming to the, he's going over to Vicky's place to get, to get his uh, D asked. Um, <laughs> she asks him, he's like, does there, she's like, does everything still work? And he's like, I do. Okay. She's like, no, I mean your penis. Does it does it work? Does it function? She doesn't say that, but that that's how ham fisted that fucking moment was. Yeah. Does your <laughs> penis work? Can I ride your penis? Um. Yeah, she was just trying to check it off the bucket list. <laughs> what a, More like the fuck it list. Oh, <laughs> so he's on his way to get some some just dirty, 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 and <laughs> takes a machete to the face, which was shocking. The yeah, that is the most shocking kill. moment, I think, in the movie is that kill. And then, and then like, immediately cut to him rolling down the stairs, well, which is also <laughs> shocking. That's comedy. I think that was played, that was supposed to be like a kind of a joke. It was kind of scary looking, though, man. Backwards? If it was forwards, it would be funnier, but <laughs> backwards. Dead at that point, though, right? I know, but like, just like <laughs> body flailing around would be funny, but just the back of the head jittering with the hair going everywhere was quite frightening. It's quite frightening. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the hippies finish banging at Jason's on the prowl and uh, he gets the spear from before then Vicky finds the hippies murdered and so they just skip over they just skip over Jason murdering these people well like I said that was in the movie they, they show the thing go in but they don't show a long shot of both of them impaled they don't show them finding them impaled and it was because it was too graphic I guess they had to get rid of it which is unfortunate because I've seen that, like I said, that concept piece in the Jason video game. It's cool. Like it, it's, yeah. it's disgusting, but it's also like, oh. But I do like this cool. next bit. Vicky's murder has a cool thing where the camera follows the knife up to her and she's just doing the scream queen like, ah, ah. And then it just like, it just, you see the knife go down and then she just, blood comes out of her mouth and she dies. I did like that. And it's not as good as like seeing two people get like skewered in a bed because it's weird uh, the, yeah. the first movie has like the opposite of that where kevin bacon a knife comes up from under the bed through his stomach which was really good yeah 
Which an arrow through the throat. Or, yeah, an arrow through the throat. Whatever. I always think it's a knife through the stomach for some reason. Um, my bad. It's an arrow through the throat, and it's uh, extremely just a graphic. Twisted monster who remembers all the kills perfectly. Well, I'll never forget. Oh, wait, it. you didn't watch all of the Friday the Thirteenth movies, right? Like recently? No. Me? No. No. I did not. <laughs> I haven't watched all of them in a row in a long time, many years. It's a lot, and they start to get a little bit dusty after <laughs> after you watch like four of them. You're like, okay, I get it. Um, Jason takes Manhattan sucks, man. The entire movie is on a boat, and then they finally get to Manhattan for like the last fifteen Man- minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the pro- I think that everybody I want to see Jason walking down the street just killing randoms. And when I heard that it all takes place on a boat, I was like, oh man, a cruise ship. That's cruise ships look the same down every hallway. I like the way Jason's brought back to life in that one, but that's like the only kind of visually cool thing about it everything else is really claustrophobic but not in a scary way it's just kind of like just kind of boring they didn't have space to shoot yeah so uh the the counselors get back they find the bloody bed with no bodies paul and jason just have a dust up they just or sorry yeah it seems paul not phil they have just kind of like a they don't even fight they fight the same battle that basically the girl and mrs Voorhees have Mm. and they they're um I, that's when I realized that Jason is just a human, basically, at this point. And then we get, like, Ginny trying to escape, because uh, Paul gets knocked out. She's trying to escape. We get a really good jump scare that isn't too, like, it's obvious, but it was just really well done, where the, the arm comes through the window and, like, grabs at her, but misses. She goes back yeah. out the door. She goes into another room. She She's trying to decide if she wants to run for the window or keep the door held shut. She eventually decides to go for the window, but she, but the door opens fucking, she opens a closet. The fucking old man falls out onto her. Um, she manages to, uh, get out of there. She gets a knife. Um, but now Jason's running around with a pitchfork and all of this. So he's just like stabbing through doors and fucking, uh, she makes it out to the car. She gets in the car. She's trying to, what we were talking about earlier, trying to turn the car on. Uh, he, you hear Jason like lay off for a second, and then you hear like somebody's jumping up onto the trunk, and then you hear kind of like foof, foof, foof. So he's obviously up on the roof of this beetle. We forgot to mention earlier in the podcast that the beetle actually has a convertible top. So the <laughs> fucking the fucking pitchfork just comes straight down through with no like with no fight back from the roof. She's losing her mind. She gets out and runs. And he falls off, and then there's this weird scene where he's laying behind, like, he falls down, he's laying behind, he's getting back up, but as she's running around the front of the car and running up the hill, he's still just laying on the ground. You gotta give them a minute, the movie, a minute to breathe, right? Like, you can't can't really just have him immediately go after her, because then you don't get the... But Second I thought car. It was, well, I, no, I <laughs> thought it was weird. I thought it was weird that he they shot him trying to get up. And then, yeah, they could have just not shown him, and like he could have been gone for a yeah. second or something. But yeah, you're uh, right. She runs up the hill. Then they do this really dumb moment where he runs up after, and she's just hiding in a bush, like shaking the bush because she's freaking out. He <laughs> just walks. He's about to walk by her. He fu- <laughs> she fucking kicks him in the dick. <laughs> just a straight up dick kick and i'm sure that that there's a callback to that in other movies because later that's he... what they t- that's what they train everyone to do always aim for the dick but I, I assume there's lots of jason movies where he gets kicked in the dick and he just goes 
I don't have a dick. I am a zombie man with no other appendages other than murder yeah. arms. The and... fish ate my balls. <laughs> you kind of remind me of, uh, what's his name? Crunk or Chunk from uh, The Goonies? Who does? Another problematic character. Yeah. Fat Ch- Chunk is the fat kid. You're, you're thinking of the big monster man in the basement, right? Crunk? Yeah. No, that's... Amber's I don't think his name is Crunk. I don't remember what his name is. No, his name is... Uh, he does have a name that's iconic. Fuck, why can't I remember it? Hey, you guys. Ugh. Hey, Google, what's the freak's name from... Goonies? <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. Oh, she doesn't have any information. He's just a goody. Here, I'll figure it out. Uh... uh... Oh, right quick. There's a shot where they show uh, Jason's hand, and he's got a bruise on his thumb. Yeah, from that was. For, I think it was, was a real knife. bruise. Yeah, it I think it was a like, real bruise. His name is Sloth, guys. Yeah, Sloth. Fuck. Yes. Shame on me. Uh, the Goonies is a movie that didn't really age that well. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of not so great stuff in that movie. Do the fat kid dance, you fat kid. Basically. <laughs> got a you know a sprinkle of racism some fat phobia they use the r word a lot the there's a lot of bunch. homophobia probably, in there probably the f slurs in that movie um but they're just kids it was a different time doesn't mean we can't respond to it yeah. spielberg um jenny makes it into another cabin after trying another car but she can't get in she runs under a bed and i thought this was a little bit um the assumption here when she sees the rat is that because she's a girl, it adds extra tension. And I thought that was a little bit sexist, right? Um, and I think it was played in a sexist way, even though she doesn't react or anything. But I think the point of she the peed. rat... What? She peed. Does she pee? I didn't catch that. Yeah, that was the, the, the liquid seeping out of the bot, like at the end of the bed. How did I she miss that? She peed because she was scared. That's crazy. Well, there you go. Yeah. She pissed herself. I didn't. I yeah. did not notice her piss herself. There's oh, a big okay. Puddle of yellow that comes out from under the bed. <laughs> it's really gross. Weird. It was weird though. What's even weirder is that it came out of like her pant leg when she was lying down. I'm like, I don't know if that's how gravity works. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is where Jenny gets her chainsaw, and she somehow misses Jason completely, just like grazes him, and then the chainsaw stops working so she fucking smashes him with a, cha- a wooden chair i thought of you i thought of you at that Pro moment wrestling? i thought of you and i thought of wrestling i was like bam chair to the back yeah uh it's it was highly effective because he was knocked out for a minute uh but then That's why he, jason hates chairs yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know jason canonically hates chairs and chainsaw you never see him sitting nope he's always That's walking. True. this guy hates chairs I thought that uh, when he walked into that room, I thought he was going to sit on the bed. I thought it was going to be one of those and, and yeah. not the fucking rat and piss piss herself thing. Yeah, that's, that's um, kind of weird. I don't, I don't think they needed the piss. I don't know what that accomplished other than us going, Ugh. That's how he knew she was there. But they could have done something else <laughs> to put a big pee puddle. What I'm saying is that I don't, it was gross. <laughs> I don't yeah. need pee. The, uh, they're trying to gross you out. That's the whole point. She manages to make it out of there. She runs to the shack. She finds she goes back. She finds the shack. She runs into the woods, finds the shack. Jason immediately goes to the shack, um, and then we get the scene where she pretends to be the mom, 
She like puts the gross fucking sweater with like the blood. You didn't like that sweater? I thought that was a dope sweater. No, the sweater is great. It's an old it's a fisherman's corpse sweater. Sweater? Would you take a but, bot, like a, a sweater that had a corpse head in its neck hole? I saw that splattered... all the time. What are you talking about? It's, <laughs> it's splattered with the blood from when she died like five years ago. That room, the smell in that room, I can't. The all the bodies and the fucking just the viscera. Head just hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, where? I thought also I, that final scene, the eyes were going to open. Cause so did I. <laughs> I was waiting for I, it. Because it looked like they were going to, like, I was like, is that a real person's face? Those look like real eyelids. Maybe they did Yeah, exactly. It. Maybe they had when a they, shot where the eyes opened and people were like, that's dumb. So they got rid of it. Yeah. I, I was on, I was, I was at odds when that happened. Cause I was like, oh man, they're going to show it like it's eyes open or whatever. And then it didn't happen. And part of me was disappointed, but then part of me was also like, Ooh, they they subverted my expectations or whatever. Damn it, dollar in the car. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, dollar in the car. <laughs> we've, uh, got, we've gone from from jar to car because we've done it so many times you can't fit anymore in the jar. You gotta put the dollar in the car. Actually, you've been good, Kayla. You haven't done that many ums. Um, but that that aside. Oh, that's the ums. I, I'm allowed to um because I mostly don't um. <laughs> the uh so what happens is paul shows up who he's not dead uh and they again have like a grappling match he smashes yeah. he smashes jason or jason smashes paul against the wall there's like boards coming down they get hit by like those two by fours that were the ceiling and i was like did that <laughs> fucking suck to get hit by those giant boards because it, they looked like real wood I don't know if it was just like styrofoam that looked like real wood or what, but it looked like right. it looked like that hurt. Um, and then they eventually uh, managed to get a they managed to fucking machete him. Ginny manages to machete Jason. Jason goes down. Um, they Yo, take... great hair, by the way. Got to mention great hair. Who? Jason. He has a luscious lock. He has a luscious locks of hair. Oh yeah, yeah. On, he, on half of his head, he, just like all scraggling down over his weird face. They take the mask <laughs> off. You don't see it. I was like, really? They're not gonna show him? Anyway, they do. There's they a reason. Him. I know, but there's a reason why they don't show him. Because oh. they leave. They think everything's fine. They hear a clattering at the door. Then we get our big happy ending. They make it back to a cabin. Sorry, did I say that? We get a moment where she she's holding a fucking she's holding the the pitchfork. He's got the the hammer. He's got a hammer or uh, the end of a shovel. They're ready to open the door and fucking give the the remaining Jason one more go. But it's the dog, and the music changes to like ha- happy ending music. It's like mm-hmm. da da da. But then, fuck it, smash through the window. Jason with the fucking machete in his arm, no mask on, fucking luscious locks. Half his face is deformed, and he grabs her. And it's just the slow motion of him grabbing and being like, rink, 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 rink. And then it just it just cuts to the next morning and she's being taken out on a stretcher. Much like the end of the first movie kind of had the same kind of vibe. And it's like, did that happen? And she's like, where's Paul? Where's Paul? And then credits. Um, oh, no, sorry. And then they flash back to the creepy cabin. Then they flash back to the, the mom's head and it just holds on, on the, the mom's head for like a... Yeah. 30 yeah. seconds and i'm like and we all think the eyes are gonna open and i'm pretty sure that was a real person's head in there with eyes closed because those eyes look so real yeah. um yeah. i 
I guarantee you they filmed the eyes opening and they just decided to not do it because like that yeah. those eyelids were too. Because where do they go me. from there? Yeah, and then yeah. it cuts to credits and did you ever know that you're my hero? Starts <laughs> playing or something. I can't remember. Um, the well, audio in this movie. Just yeah, like, the, sorry, the music was just like dun, 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 I know. Dun, dun, I have an ongoing joke when I watch movies with Danny, where when the credits start, I sing a song that is completely inappropriate for the movie that we just watched. Like when we're watching like Toy Story three, and then it'll end, and I'll go. Also, that was a good ooh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, so let's uh, let's we're gonna be done a little early tonight because we can do our final thoughts. Like I said, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about in this movie. It's pretty much it's pretty much establish what happened in the first movie, establish the can- the counselors, and then kill them, and then kill them all off, which which they spend about thirty five minutes doing, and the movie's only an hour and a half, hour and twenty five minutes. So oh, you ba- yeah. if you cut out that if you cut out that intro and the credits, it was literally like basically ten minutes. Yeah. So it's basically an hour and fifth hour and fifteen minutes. You need about you need about twenty minutes of exposition, right? That's just the kids talking to each other about Jason. Yeah. And then the home alone of it, and that's just seeing the different murders. Some of them are good, some of them are whatever. Um but we'll go to our final thoughts now. So if we started with Kaylin. So Kaylin, why don't you, uh, why don't you hit us with Should your... we do favorite kills as well? We Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. You got a segment? Your segment? Do your segment. I think for, for slasher movies, it's appropriate to have a favorite killer. Like we give like a golden machete award or something to like a specific kill that we like. I would like to... My favorite kill is the machete to the face, and my honorable mention is actually the barbed wire to the throat because I did really like, I I liked that I liked realizing it was barbed wire for no reason, like it didn't need to be barbed wire, <laughs> just extra brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think that the barbed wire was probably the the beginnings of the of stepping in the right direction for the series, where they're like, maybe we should get more creative with not just like like how people are dying but what they're being killed with and how crazy can we get with it i believe the third movie has a pretty good corkscrew moment with crispin glover uh where he's complaining about a corkscrew for so long and then he gets a corkscrew through his hand or something and then into his head um my favorite i got to say the in the fucking pervert i like i like that he just got like a he was trapped. He was getting a, a taste of his own medicine. He was in a he, he was the prey in a predator prey situation where the whole movie he was basically being a creepy predator, and he got well, laid into a trap, triggered it, and then he got his goddamn throat slit for it. He's like that's one of those moments where you're like this guy deserved <laughs> this death, and I'm glad he died. How did Terry yeah. die? Like actually die again? That's the person who gets naked. Yeah. She goes back. She finds him dead, and then Jason just kills her. To just yeah, I think he just stabs I think he her. just stabs her, slits her throat. Can't remember. That's how forgettable she was compared to her butt. With the girl from the first movie, with the screwdriver to the head, because it for me, like while I was watching it, came out of nowhere, and it got me super pumped for the movie, 
and then fucking the title card and like i was just like i was i was in i was ready yeah. <laughs> title card holy fuck it's... i was sitting there and i when it blew up i went oh my god <laughs> it was actually kind of funny because i was like wait a second did they do uh, like right before they did it i was like i don't think they said what the movie is yet and then bam <laughs> oh. oh yeah i forgot <laughs> i forgot what movie <laughs> also, isn't the first in the first movie? Don't they establish that it is Friday the Thirteenth, and at this they just drop that immediately? Yeah, I think. So. Uh, yeah, it's. Just... I had to check my notes. I would have wrote the title down. Actually, for my segment, no title shout out for this one. No, because yeah, I, I, I think I that's think kind they... of the joke at this point. Like, I don't think they ever bring back the I, the fact that it's fri- It's literally Friday the Thirteenth. I yeah. don't know if they do in any of these movies, to be honest. That's what I mean. That's I think that I'm might be. I'm pretty sure they do for joke. the first one. Yeah, no. That's also what I'm I saying. I remember in that. the yeah in the first movie, yeah. I remember them being like, "It's Friday the Thirteenth. You know, something bad might happen." There's this legend that a kid drowned, and in this one, they're yeah. like, "We're gonna bang each other <laughs> until until we all come." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. After the first movie, it's they're just called that because they're it's just franchise. Right? Yeah, yeah, they don't they don't need to establish that every Friday the Thirteenth something. Crazy happens. But doesn't also how many Michael years Myers... do you have to wait for that? Actually, no, maybe not many. If you if you get to pick and choose what month it is, doesn't Michael... Halloween is different because Halloween always takes place. Yeah, doesn't on Michael Halloween. Myers or always like, murder on Halloween? Halloween? Doesn't Freddy yeah. always kill on Elm Street? Doesn't he always? <laughs> not in Freddy Goes to Hawaii. <laughs> That's Beetlejuice Goes to I'm Hawaii. Going surfing, bitch. And I'm still I'm still that waiting for that movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's because Tim Burton did not want to make another Beetlejuice. And he, and he like, also the only didn't want to. Hey, you'll, I'll do it is if you let me set it in Hawaii. Yeah, they were like, no. I want to go on Hawaiian shirt while I make this movie. It would have been great. He just it. thought the funniest step for Beetlejuice was to be like uh, in a Hawaiian shirt in Hawaii, like haunting like a hotel. I would watch that. That'd be dope. It made sense. It makes sense in my do. head that Beetlejuice would go to Hawaii for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. I can't explain it, but the vibe. He needs a of... break from all the ghouling. Of, but he's still gonna ghoul there. He's gonna convince Lydia to. Yeah, but it's gonna be nice weather. Lydia's also wearing a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> it's convince... definitely yeah. It's definitely <laughs> hilarious to have goth people in a very non-goth setting, right? Yeah. That's why the Adams Family movies are so good. Every time you see them outside of their creepy house, like at a pool, it's like so when they're jarring, in that motel yeah. in the second one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or is, I think that's the first one. And he's just wearing one of those like 1920s bathing suits. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, sorry but uh to go back to it caleb what you has with your uh your final thoughts my man allow me to hit you with my final thoughts the production value of this did feel like a step up the story of it felt a little almost bland sort of um it it, it, it definitely had a campy, campier, it, you know, had a campy feel. Like I mentioned earlier. Plus, well, because it's set at a summer camp. <laughs> yeah, but I mean campy like the adjective. I know, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, I actually enjoyed this movie more as a comedy than I did as a horror movie. But I also, so I mentioned earlier, like I never really watched scary movies back in the, or scary movies back in the day, just because it didn't, it, it wasn't of interest to me. And after uh, introducing myself to them a year or two ago, and realizing that they're actually just comedies with death in them, 
has really uh, softened me up to them. The for this movie, I give it a. I give it a. Ooh, what do I give it? I give it. Uh, hooking up and doing it, and not dying. <laughs> cool. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I'll just go right into my final thoughts. Yeah, um, yeah Steve, you're up next. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie was enjoyable. I think it was a little bit more polished than the first one was. You can tell from just everything. Uh, I think the sound editing in this movie is really interesting. It's a little unbalanced at times. The music, the score is really great, uh, but there's a little bit of cheese here and there that doesn't necessarily come out well. Uh, but there's lots of moments where it's golden. Um, there's one moment in particular that I'm thinking about where the sheriff enters into the cabin, Jason's like rundown shack, and he swings open a wardrobe. And the noise of the, the wardrobe opening is like, right? But then they also have this like sting where it's like, ping! like it's almost like a sword being drawn open or unsheathed or something. And it it, it was good and it, it stuck out to me. And through that whole scene, they have little moments like that and they do it throughout the movie as well. And it's really accomplishing uh, tension building in a really good way. Um, but at the end of the day, there are more Jason stories within this, this franchise that I think are a little bit better thought out and aren't like padded with these weird moments where these teenagers are just telling knock-knock jokes to each other, which is stupid. And I don't think it belongs in any movie. Um, but you know it's fun the, the movie is fun and it's having fun and i guarantee you everybody who worked on it had a good time um i believe this movie almost killed the franchise because it didn't perform as well as the first one but they gave them one more shot with the third one and i think that one made a lot of money they needed uh, something different than baghead i think yeah um and i'm excited to go back and watch the third one and play the game just seeing how much care was put into that game in terms of locations and authenticity in terms of like they recreate these sets in the game so perfectly that it's it's mind-bending like you know these people put a lot of time and care and we're super passionate about the franchise um to sit down and recreate it and so many different aspects of it too from all of the movies that take place at, at crystal lake um it's a shame that the series has been in such a shitty place in terms of the ownership of, of it the lawsuit that they were going through ended a couple of years ago, but there's still stuff going on that is holding this franchise back from having any kind of rebirth. And I think it's time, man. I want to see Crystal Lake in the winter time or something. You know, I want something Ooh. visually completely di different. You know, imagine Frozen Camp Crystal Lake. I want to see that shit. Him doing a kill Some... out on the lake and like yeah, they kill him like by super... putting him back there's in no the sound. They, they kill him by putting him back in the lake and freezing him. Yeah, it would be but great. But then the next summer he just thaws out and fucking... Right, 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 right. Yeah, so I, I enjoyed it, but I know that I have enjoyed other episodes of Jason more than this episode of Jason. And so I'm going to give it a callback to the first Jason. They didn't kill any animals on screen in this one. That's pretty great. So I'll give it a an undecapitated snake. Here you go. That's my rating for you. <laughs> nice. Um, 
Yeah, I, I can agree with everything that you guys are saying. Overall, this one just felt more visually interesting. Like, there was just more things happening more frequently than just, like, long shots of them sitting around a table talking and you can't really hear what they're saying. You know, like, the first one had a lot of, like, just the camp council. Like, those scenes that we saw of them, like, at lunchtime and at swimming, the first movie had a lot more of that that were just wide shots of camp counselors dicking around it's just like filling time yeah yeah we gotta make this uh hour and a half <laughs> it uh some footage of these kids swimming like i was saying before it is neat to see the evolution of jason from the first movie to the second to the third i'm actually excited to watch the third movie um i guess he dies in this so it'll be neat to see what they do to like resurrect him for the first time because a big thing about jason is like his resurrections um, the ending is similar to Halloween, I thought, where the ending before he smashes through the window, I guess, when the, he just, they leave him lying and then he's gone. Um, evil is gone from this place. Yeah. <laughs> he's evil. Um, the suspense and the murders were a lot more grand. They were a lot bigger than the first. I know that's not saying much because they were pretty small, but like um, the first one the first one does still have that Kevin Bacon death scene, which was a lot more graphic than I think even anything in this movie. Except I think, for yeah, the, I think the first one had better I'll Say kill. it again, it's because they had to get rid of that kebab death. That probably would have been something great to see, but they, they couldn't put it in the movie. Yeah, which is... I guess when you got to broaden the audience, you got to make sure that you're including more people, which means that you can't be as graphic, where the first one was, was kind of an experiment, I guess. Almost like indie or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So overall, um, I tried to go back. I found my review from last year, but on the review, I specifically say you have to watch it to find out my review. So for the first time ever, I'm not going to give it a traditional number review. I'm going to give oh, it what? a. What? You're going to join us? I'm going to give it a go back and watch last year's episode. Find it's out what the same I. Same number. Yeah. Find out what I gave la- the. Friday the 13th part one and add point two to that in my heart of hearts. I want to give this movie a three, but I feel like I liked the first Friday the 13th so much that I probably gave it some dumb rating, like for four and there's no way I'm giving this movie a 4.2. I give it like a three out of five, but go back, watch last year's episode and let me know in the comments. But, uh, nobody's going to do that. Nobody's ever going to do that. And I just got to do that. Maybe in the year 2029 when I finally fucking admit all the murders I've done. Because oh, my name is you're Jason. Jason. You are the Jason. Rink, 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 rink. Whoa, whoa. you're Jason. <laughs> rink. Uh, but, you know, on that note, as always, for uh, for Kalen and for Steve, I'm Jason. For Jason and for Kalen, I am Steven. And for Steven and Jason, I'm Callum. And I always have to ask, especially when we've opened the grimoire of familiar killers. Hey, did you see this one? Hey, did you see this one? <sighs> did you see this one? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I can't do it again. Too late. So uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play some we're gonna play some video games. If you guys wanna? Oh yeah, come watch the video. Keep game. watching the channel. Let's play video games. I think we're gonna play some. Fortnite. Watch us kill and die.
Do you want to? Do you guys want to play some pretty sober Fortnite, or do you want to play some Folgies, or do you want to play some? It's pretty much what it. You mean by pretty sober? <clears throat> I mean, I'm. I've had half a glass of wine. I've had so two. Not... I've had one and a half beers so far. I plan on drinking much more, but I'm just saying. I've had four beers so far. What? Since when? Like since what time? Since like right after you got off work? Uh, I had one beer during the last half hour. Of, I mean. What? What? Hopefully your employer is not listening to this. <laughs> I didn't say anything. What are you 